So today I wanted to kind of share two powerful mindset shifts that can literally change your life, not just your relationship with food, but just your life in general. So the first one is all about changing your language. And I want you guys to remember that your language is what creates your reality. What you tell yourself to be true is going to unfold. And I think a lot of us, you know, sometimes we know, okay, maybe I'm being a little bit mean to myself. Maybe I'm judging myself a little bit, but we don't really recognize the, the, the small phrases that we say here and there that we don't think are really a big deal, but that literally impact our life, our results, our relationships, our success, our failures, it impacts everything. And I want you guys to really kind of do like a little bit of an audit here, right? And ask yourself, I hear a lot of the times like, you know, I'm a procrastinator, or I'm lazy, or I'm not a morning person, or exercise is too hard, or I'm always gonna be addicted to sugar, or you know, I'm always going to hate my body, right? And the problem is, if we always continuously say this, you are literally bringing that into your life, you are literally telling yourself, I'm always going to hate my body. So even when you get to the point of maybe losing some weight, dropping a size, because you literally programmed, you've conditioned in your mind that you're always going to hate your body. Guess what, you're going to be a size smaller, and you're still not going to like your body. And I know this was one for me, I've always disliked what I saw in the mirror. And I've told myself that like, I've always hated my stomach, I hated how bloated I looked. And even when you know, I lost weight, even when I was smaller, I still was nitpicking and I still didn't like what I saw because I didn't actually fix. Number one, I didn't get to the root of my, my, my issues. I just thought hmm, if I lose weight. Maybe then I'll love my body. That was never the, the, the solution. And the second thing I kept repeating, I was repeating these patterns, these old, uh, con- condition, um, conditional patterns in my mind, these limiting beliefs, these negative thoughts in my mind that were continuously creating this self-sabotage in my life. You know, it's funny because when you talk about the things that we learn in terms of language, it's like we go to school and we're taught English, we're taught how to write the words, but we're never taught how to speak to ourselves and how to react when other people speak to us. And I feel like that's something that everybody naturally misses when it's growing up because self-talk and the words that you use aren't just, you know, something you put on paper. They, they have power. They have power because subconsciously they can drive a lot of the things, you yeah. know, and, and you and I have, have talked about this a lot and, and even we're very conscious about the words that we say, talking about things being like, for example, something is too expensive, right? Or maybe something is good or better than something else. And it's like, well, no, what is expensive looks different to, to every single person, right? The same person, you know, one person might think that same value is, is, is super cheap compared to being expensive, right? And using words that are really in alignment with 
the direction that you want to go. Because if you keep telling yourself these things, even if you have good intentions behind negative words, it's still going to lead to that negative connotation, that habit that's built because you need to start having those better conversations with yourself. Yeah. I mean, we do this all the time, even when, you know, we're saying like, Oh, this is going to be so hard. It's like, no, it gets to be easy. Like what if literally you went against your old condition? What am I trying to say? Condition, conditioning, conditioning, (laughs) your old conditioning, your old beliefs, your old patterns. What if you just chose like even for a week or a month to go against those old beliefs, those old thoughts? And what if the things that you thought were hard, you thought were challenging, you viewed them as easy, as simple. And although it might not be the case right now, although it might be challenging, it might be hard. What if you just changed the way that you looked at it? Right? Or even like Andrew was saying, that's so expensive, right? What if you start, what if you altogether stopped saying the word expensive? What if you stopped saying the the words, I can't afford that? Because if you think about it, how many times have maybe you've said this? And the problem is, again, not getting to the root is like, if you don't change that language today, you can be making more money, you can get a raise, you can be thriving in your career, and you're still going to say, I can't afford that. That's too expensive. And it's relative. There's nothing actually true about anything until we give it meaning. Right. So, and even when it comes to your relationship with food, right, I'm not saying it's easy to conquer binge eating and to love the skin that you're in. It's not easy, but what if it got to be easy? Like, what if you can make it fun? What if you can, instead of saying, I'm always addicted to sugar and I'm never going to stop my binge eating. What if you literally said like, I am so excited to have a better relationship with food. I am looking forward to this food freedom journey. This journey gets to be exciting, right? Like what if you just changed a few of the phrases that you're speaking to yourself and not only is it going to literally change your reality, but you're going to be so much more happier. You guys, you're going to be so much more happier. So I really think that's important to like audit your language, audit what you're speaking to yourself and also Notice what other people around you are speaking, right? If you constantly surround yourself with people who are always, you know, negative Nancy's, or they always say to like, maybe your friends are like, yeah, I can never lose the weight. Like, you know, dieting is always so hard and, you know, I'm always going to hate my body. Well, you're literally picking up on that energy and you're, you're creating more of that in your reality. You know, it's funny when you talk about the language of others and people only speak to what they know. So if you're taught fear mechanisms, if you're taught self-sabotage, that's all people regurgitate. It's not necessarily their fault. It's just something that, again, they're conditioned to do. But when I look back on on my life, like the, the biggest lie I was ever told was it's not that simple. That was like kind of the universal excuse to keep everything grounded and keep everything the same. 
right? It's like, hey, why can't I work this job that I want? It's not that simple. Okay, why can't I have these things? It's not that simple. Why can't I go here? It's not that simple. Well, no, it is simple. It's not easy. No changes in life are going to be easy, but it really is simple. What you want, you go after. If you are like, hey, I can't afford this. Money is coming to me. I'm making these great decisions. I'm investing in myself and I'm going to get returns. Then you see that because that's how you end up describing yourself. The words, it's, it's not that simple is, is a universal way to basically keep someone in a state of fear. It keeps you hesitating. Well, maybe there, there's a, a challenge and, and you know, maybe I can't do it on my own. Maybe, maybe it is too hard. Maybe it is something that's a challenge. And it's like, well, it's, it's really not. It's really yeah. not. Like it, it comes down to, to black and white where it's like, if there is something that you feel you can't do by yourself, you either have to one, invest in being able to get someone to help you do it. Or two, be willing to learn the skills and, and have some of the challenges along the way. I mean, there's really only two things, yeah. you know, but um, I find that the people will use language or they'll use words just because that's what they used to hear from other people. Yeah. Your upbringing, like, you know, what your parents, like what you grew up hearing from parents and, you know, grandparents and, you know, generations, like well, you have to always work hard. You always like success doesn't come easy. Money doesn't grow on trees or like, you know, um, losing weight is always challenging or food always needs to be so difficult. It doesn't have to be. We literally get to choose. Like we literally get to choose to wipe away, erase, delete those old thoughts because if they're not serving you, why would you want to continue repeating them to yourself, right? We can do a little mini audit. So I think that's that's good for that first tip. Um, and then the second mindset shift that I wanted to share with you guys is taking action based off of how you want to feel, not based on how you currently feel. A lot of the times, you know, people will you know, look at my stories on Instagram and be like, you're so motivated to go for a walk every single day in the cold. Like, how do you do that? And you guys, 99.9% of the time, I'm like, oh, like I got to put on my winter jacket. I got to put on my boots. I got to drag this one with me, although he likes walking. But you know, it's like, you've got to get yourself in the right mindset, right? But if I think about taking action based off of how I currently feel in the moment, there's no way I would want to do it. Well, it's too cold outside. You know, I, I, I'm tired or I'd rather just sit in this cozy blanket. Like there's so many ways to justify and make these excuses as to why we can't make it happen. But instead I think future focused, I think, how do I want to feel and based off of how I want to feel is what gives me that motivation or the energy or the action to actually go and implement. I know that I feel way freaking better mentally, physically, emotionally after getting my booty up 
and going for a walk, maybe listening to some personal development or having a conversation with Andrew, I feel so much better. So I take action based off of how I want to feel, not how I'm feeling currently in this moment. Yeah, like making a decision in the moment based off of emotions that are welling up in that very second is a very reactive life. And if you're always coming from this place of danger, urgency, this like, oh, I I have to like, you know, I'm feeling this anxiety or this anxiousness well up within me. Like you're always going to make decisions that are not going to move you forward in any way because it's going to be safety decisions. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, just like I tell everybody, like, don't make safety decisions for yourself. Like don't allow other people to make safety decisions for you too. You know what I mean? It's if you're making adjustments, if you're trying to move forward in your life, like again, your partners, your family members, everybody should be supporting you. And if they're trying to make safety decisions for you, this is where you got to say, no, I'm going to be a little proactive about this. This is my life. These are my choices. And I'm the one who has to live with it at the end of the day. Not Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. I live with how I feel. I live with, with, you know, currently some of you are struggling with the, with your relationship food. Like those are your struggles. So allowing somebody else to choose that for you, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think too, we have to choose comfort now or comfort later. Meaning do I maybe want to like, is it okay? Am I okay with being a little bit of discomfort for the next little bit so that I can experience long-term comfort, long-term happiness? Or am I just wanting to feel a little bit comfortable now in how I'm, I'm kind of coasting by, how I'm kind of surviving and choosing that over long-term happiness? long-term fulfillment, right? It's, it's easy, you guys, to get so sucked in to how you're currently feeling. Like Andrew said, you know, experiencing the sensations of anxiety or having a shitty day. And guess what? I want that quick burst of comfort. I want to go in the cupboard. I want to, you know, grab a cookie. I want to feel better in this moment. And you know what? Maybe you thrive off of that. Maybe that's mm-hmm. something that you are always telling people, oh man, like I'm always so busy. It's always so overwhelming. It's always so hard because maybe you want people to be like, wow, like she's working really hard. Like look at her busting her butt, always being in this place Mm -hmm. where it's like, you know, like you go girl, like you're putting in so much effort. Like honestly, there were some times in my life where I was always telling people, I was like, I was so busy. Like it's so challenging because I almost wanted not sympathy. I'm not looking for the word sympathy, but I wanted recognition for what I was doing and the Mm -hmm. steps that I were making. And I also think sometimes we think that that's what we're supposed to say. Like I remember when we first opened up our studio, we had a fitness studio a few years back and I remember people asking like, Oh, how's the studio? You guys must be like super busy. And people just assumed that, right? Like we're the owners, we're supposed to be super busy. And I, I literally conditioned myself as soon as somebody said, how are you doing? I'm good, but it's, it's really busy. You know, like obviously like, you know, being a business owner, like it's obviously really busy. And I like stopped for a second and I'm like, 
I don't want to be known as like this busy person. I don't want to be like, I don't want to have to feel like that is what I have to be doing. And it's like, we put these labels on ourselves and I'm like, that's not the life I want to create. I don't want to be busy. When people say, Hey, how was your weekend? Oh, it was busy. I was just working all the time. Like I didn't want that reality anymore. And same with my relationship with food. I always believed, and I told myself, you know, we're kind of going back to the first tip, but I, you know, I kept on telling myself, like, I'm always going to struggle with my relationship with food. Like I'm always going to feel guilty. There's never going to be able to be a time where I can eat a pizza pizza and not feel guilty. Like that's just not going to be my reality. But again, you, you choose that you choose that you literally can choose the life that you want to live based off of the thoughts that you're thinking and based off of the actions that you do take or the actions that you choose not to take because you're always making a decision. If you don't take action, you're still making a decision. Yeah. And, and then being real, you don't need anybody's recognition for anything. Yeah. Telling people that you're that like you're working through challenges and like in hopes that someone is going to give you like a, a high five or like mm-hmm. a one up, like, you know, it, it's, it's your own journey. It's your own process. Just like you have your fair share of challenges. Other people are going through the same thing. You don't need a pick me up from anybody. Yeah. You, you're, you, you know, if you think about it, like, again, like if you're a parent, okay, you have kids, if kids rely on you, you can rely on you. Like you have the ability to be self-sufficient, to make those choices and to not say like that, Oh, I, I want some type of a visual recognition or I want someone to notice how much effort that I put in because it's, it's not going to serve you. It's not going to help. It's just going to keep you in this place where you're always searching for someone to say like, Oh, you can do it. Good job. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. you know, you can do it. You know, you do a good job. Like that's, you know, nobody needs to tell you that. I think sometimes we stay stuck just because it's, it's what we're, what we're used to, what it's, what's most familiar. Right. And I think a lot of the time, sometimes it's like, well, if I, if I start taking action and if I start implementing the tools and if I start changing my life, wait, what's that going to look like? Like, who am I going to be? It, it feels like this huge, like change in identity. Right. And it's like, what are, what, what are other people going to say if I'm actually successful and what are people actually going to say if I'm no longer dieting? Maybe you've always been on like these yo-yo diets and everybody knows that like you're the like you're the dieter, like you've always been the dieter. But if you change that and you started working on your relationship with food and you actually felt happy and you no longer felt anxious going out for dinner and food was just easy, sometimes that is like scary for some people. Like, what is that gonna look like? Because for so long. I was scared for so long. I had a bad relationship with food. So do I deserve a good relationship with food? Am I worthy of that? And sometimes we don't, we, we can't even see that. We can't even see what that's going to look like because we're just so used to struggling. Like sometimes we're addicted to struggling. You know what those people are going to say? They're going to tell you the truth. Finally, for once in your life, they're actually going to be able to look at you and say, I'm so glad that you're out of this place because this is what I felt. Because the things that you're expecting people to say when you're having these conversations and you're trying to to 
force other, not force, but like you're, you're really asking for other people to show up in a certain way. They don't get to be themselves around you. They get to be the person that you're trying to be uh, that you want to have around them. Mm-hmm. And when you start acting yourself, when you start actually making real progress in your life, people are going to be more than like, man, I'm so, like, I'm so glad that you let, like, that you're out of this place. Like, it, you know, I found it really hard to talk to you. Like they're going to tell you the truth yeah. because everyone knows, everyone knows what's, what's going on. Everyone knows when people have challenges, everyone knows when people are acting differently, when they're struggling, like if they're a true friend or a true family member, they're going to know. Yeah. So it's like, you know, as you start to move forward from that, people are going to be real with you. And that's going to be all the acknowledgement that you need, that you're making the right decisions and, and doing the right things. Yeah, most definitely. So we're going to wrap this up. Hopefully you guys found this helpful just to kind of summarize the two kind of mindset shifts that you can start working on is number one, changing your language in all areas of your life. And number two, taking action based off of how you want to feel, not how you currently feel in the moment. So just really being that future focused. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. If you're listening on the podcast, I would love for you to uh, leave a review, leave a rating. If you're in the Facebook group, comment down below, maybe your biggest takeaways. Um, And yeah, we'll see you guys in the Facebook group next Friday, every Friday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's all we have for you guys today and enjoy the rest of your Friday. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. If you are craving more and you are wanting some tangible tools to stop your binge eating, I've put together a completely free guide to help you exactly with it. In my free guide, I share my top three tips that are simple but effective in helping you break free from binge eating. So definitely be sure to go to sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash free guide to grab your copy and start making progress with your relationship with food today. Again, that is sustainablehealthproject.com forward slash free guide, or you can always click the link down below in the show notes. Food freedom is for you, and I can't wait for you to dive in.